Here we go. Yay! What are we doing today? <laughs> um. Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode one, two, three. I like that. One, two, three. Testing, testing. I hope you like this episode today because <laughs> it's episode one, two, three of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. And today we're looking at an article from issue number 13 of the Character Design Quarterly magazine. I absolutely love this issue. Oh, yeah, my voice might be a bit weird today because what's, what's happened is the last couple of weeks I've had a bit of anxiety. Um, when the anxiety attacks, it seems to tighten my throat. So just I thought I'd get that out of the way because Muji says about exposing <laughs> exposing your weaknesses or something to take away their power because otherwise it might distract me. But I love this issue. It's issue number 13. And today we're going to be looking at an article called... Ah, oh, it's it's by the artist Jerome Vogel. You can find at jeromevogel.com. I'll put links and everything in the, descript- in the show notes at sophielawson.com. But the article... I've just realised what the article's called. And it's called Playing With Colour. Beautiful. I feel like that is the perfect title for this article. <laughs> Did you? It's an internal burp. I did an internal burp. But this article is... Well, as I was going through it, making the notes, in preparation for the podcast, I've kept writing down how it's a very playful article and it's very childlike. And then when I read the article's title just now, and it said playing with colour, I thought, ah, oh, that is like the perfect... It's the perfect title. So we're going to get into that in a minute. Little Dennis is with us today. He's doing all right, he is. And little Kitty. Having little Kitty kisses. But, doing. Little Dennis is starting this one straight away. He's, uh, He loves these little article episodes. He's, he's told me he really enjoys them. So he's in his little house now with Kitty. Little Kitty kisses. So let's get into this one then. We're going to go into episode number 13 of the Character Design Quarterly magazine. Little Dennis is going to open it up for us. And we're going to page number 18. And we're going into the article called Playing With Colour by the artist Jerome Vogel. And if you're watching on the video, you'll see the artwork. But it's very colourful and big fun shapes, but very strange shapes as well. Almost like everything's being stretched and yeah, it's very, very unique and I love it. But I'll put links and think in the show notes for all of these, for the article and all the websites and stuff. But this article, so it's broken into eight main sections and we'll go through the sections in a minute. But the main takeaways I've got from this article is, well... What have we got here? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I like this as well. So, Jerome's got a website, which you can find at jeromevogel.com. And, well, I should have had it ready, really. jeromevogel.com. But he's actually got three little children's books. 
and he's also worked for like Apple, Disney, Procreate, Adobe, loads of people. So he's, he's got the skills and he's working with some big names. But on his website, you can see loads of his work and it's just so much fun. Really fun. But it actually reminded me of a video game. On the Vita, there's a video game called Severed. It actually reminds me of that. It's a very cool, unique art style where everything's sort of flat. Yeah, it almost looks like stuff's made out of paper or something. As if the world is made out of 2D sections. It's very unique. I really like it. So if you've ever played the video game Severed, or there was another one called Guacamole, that's the sort of art style we're dealing with. But the main takeaways I got from this article was... It makes me realise how complex a subject colour theory is. But what I realised was that colour theory has rules. Yeah, so if you can learn the rules... So all you've got to do is learn the rules. Once you've learned the rules, you'll know colour theory, really. So it's hard. It looks complex. But I think if, you can, if you're breaking it down, it'll be a lot easier. And I've also said it seems really fun. So it's, what it's done is it's made me really excited for the future because I don't, I don't really do much colour work at the minute but it's my goal for the future and this has really got me excited for colour and yeah I really like that. It also, I've also put colour can tell stories and has feelings so colour is really important with stories which is something I've been le- noticing in all the other articles is the importance of story and so this article really said about, yeah, if you go into the artwork knowing what you're going to do with the colours, you, you can be mindful of what the colours are going to do with the story and the characters and the feelings. So I like that. Also, this one went into a little bit of colour therapy about how different colours convey different feelings, which is something I covered on episode 105 of the podcast. I looked at a book all about colour th- theory no color therapy which is like the yeah it's almost like how colors are psychological which is actually something i put here is is the psycho the psychology of colors i got that from this article is there's like a hidden hidden language being communicated with colors that you don't notice unless you know notice it and that's a bit weird you don't notice it what it is is you consciously don't notice it but your subconscious notice these, notices these things. But what happens is you can you can train yourself to notice these things. So then what will happen then is you'll consciously be aware of these things. So we'll talk about that in a minute. A, a good example of that is all about to do with the base colour. So like that, I'll put amazing how colours work. Yeah, well, yeah, it blew my mind really to think. I just got hit with I've 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 like looked at this before with when I've studied colour theory but I've never really thought I never really sat and thought about how all the colours in the universe come out of three colours which is quite amazing. So red, yellow and blue creates all the other colours. That's kind of mind blowing to me. It's it's like mind boggling. But then I also I'm not 100% sure on this, but I'm sure all of the colours come out of white or something. It's a bit. I remember. I remember reading something like that, 
So I don't like how all all the colour but what what really got to me was how you can get so much different colours out of so few colours. That's quite weird. But I like it. I've also noticed I put the awareness of why you're using any colour. Yeah, so you're not just willy nilly <laughs> willy nilly. You're not willy nilly putting colours into your artwork. You're you're always conscious of the colours you're using and why you're using them. So again, it's like a there's like a sort of yeah, like a hidden language with the colours. And what I notice is you can actually learn that. So at the moment, I'm like, how do you know what all these different colours are doing? But just studying this article, it made me realise you can actually learn like the hidden language, I suppose, the colours. I've put here, thinking about a story. Yeah, Jerome is always thinking about the story. So as he's pulling, putting the colours in, he's thinking about the story, which is cool. So like all the other articles, so many of the other articles, they're always saying how important the story is and again it's the same with Jerome he's so to me it feels like story is more important than the the quality of the artwork I do feel like that sometimes I've also put a new artist to, to follow I've actually started following him on Instagram because I really like like his artwork yeah, and I've put it here got me excited to play with colours and if our oh, article is bite sized yeah, bite sized nuggets of coolness. Just enough to engage what's that? Curiosity, yeah. Just enough to engage the curiosity. This is a, a very different article to the other ones. The other articles they seem to be more sort of like going through a process, I suppose. This one was very much more like talking about the process, but more hinting at what you can do it wasn't sort of saying this is what you should do it was more like this is what you can do and, and this is why I've done it it was a, a much more I suppose laid back article which was nice and again it sort of goes into the childlike feeling of it all I've also put you need to know more than just colour th- yeah you need to know more than just colour theory it all works together like the tones and it, and stuff like that so in other words you could put you could spend all your energy learning about colors but it's not going to be enough because you also need to know about like the tones and the shapes yeah and all the and composition and everything else so it's it's something that makes me feel overwhelmed sometimes is there's so many things to learn but i think what you got to do is just well what i think you got to do is learn say color and then at some point you think, oh, I'm not very good with the shapes. So then you start learning shapes. And then you might think, oh, actually, I need to improve my colours. So I think it's going to be like, it's almost like you've got this, a box full of little tools, really. Like colour, shapes, tones, lines. And then what what you're doing is you're, you're using them all. And every so often you'll realise, I'm not very good at doing lines. So then you'll, you'll realise you'll have to go off and study lines a bit more but i i thought it was quite cool so this article is split into eight main sections and the sections are setting the tone revealing the base instant engagement that was really cool talk about that in a minute 
calming it, calm it down, value those values, contrasting temperatures, and craft, what is it, craft shadows. So let's get into this little article. The first bit, well, let's start by reading the article so we know what it's about. And it says here, my primary goal is to make a bold visual impact and colour plays an, Im immense, an immense role. In this article, I cover tips on utilising colour and contrast to produce attention-grabbing designs that hold the viewer's attention. So that's what the article's focused about. And the first bit, now what I love about this article, they've done, they did something here I've, I've not seen before in any other article. What it did was, it starts out talking about setting the tone. And he's talking about, he says, choose, choose colours with intention to, to portray a certain feeling or vibe. Right? <laughs> so then he says, I picked red, yellow and blue because it conveys a peaceful, innocent feeling. So again, straight away I thought, ah, oh, this is like that colour therapy, how colours create feelings. But what I love is, he's got the little image on the page... And it's like this, like a little wizard bloke, but he's all sort of stretched and out of proportions. But what they, what he did was, the next part of the article, he's got two little QR codes. And what I realised was, I never noticed this before, I've never looked into QR codes before. But on the iPhone, if you just put your camera up to the QR code, it actually opens up the website. So you don't even have to do anything which is cool. So we'll look at the, those little bits in a minute. But for this first bit, what I put in my notes was, yeah, awareness. So be aware of the colours you're using and why you're using them. And you want to constantly be remembering what the what the story and the purpose of your this drawing is or the painting. Because that's going to... It's all playing together. I like that. It's the same as all the other articles as well. I've also put, yeah, he's not just willy-nilly picking colours. He's got intention of the colours he's using. And I've put it here again. Think about the story. Because the story creates feelings and vibes. And the colours create feelings and vibes. So the colours create story. Very powerful, I think, colour is. I like that. And what I put here is, so looking at all of his artwork, these are the sort of words I got from looking at his artwork. I've put whimsical, childlike, playful, happy, uses lots of colours, which is something I don't normally like. I normally like less colours, but what, I've, what I noticed was he's using lots of colours, but somehow it all feels balanced which is quite nice. So again, it makes me realise that you can do what you want, really, with colour, but you follow, you've got to follow the rules. So he, he talks about that in this article. He says, yeah, here it is, look. I am more concerned with achieving a strong composition and concept in an image than developing characters with accurate proportions or realistic rendering. In other words, he knows the rules, but he's, he's breaking them. But he's only able to break them because he knows the rules. And I've, I've heard about that a lot. I've put here, uses lots of colours. Yeah. C 
connection with nature. There seems to be a connection with nature and animals in his artwork, which I really like that. Yeah, lovely big bastard shapes <laughs> and really nice negative spaces as well. I really like that as well. Very nice clean shapes. And again, you've got shapes within shapes, like the shadow shapes and stuff. There's, just, there's lots of shapes going on. Again, very busy, but somehow it's super balanced. It's, it's quite cool. I like it. And what else have we got there? Yeah, nice vibes I've put. Nice vibes. So the next little bit of this article is the instant engagement. And what this is the bit with the QR codes. So what did I put here? Yeah, cool idea. Videos in the article. And then I've, I started thinking... Do you think in the future it might be that we get magazines and we open the magazines and the pages have got actual videos on the pages? Imagine that. So you buy a magazine and you've got like little videos embedded inside the paper. That would be amazing. Because this, this is like the first step towards that, I think. Which should be quite cool. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to load up these little QR codes. So the first one is a little it's a little process video of him drawing the wizard which i think is quite cool because you you see the wizard coming together yeah it's, it's a video on what's it called vimeo <laughs> that's the character design quarterly little monsters so what I really liked about this was, you see everything, you see this the little sketch at the start, you see it coming more details, but when he starts putting the colours in, you see how he's building the colours up in like layers. So again, it made me realise, yeah, because it starts out all blue and I'm thinking, I'd, I'd love to have commentary so I know what he's doing, but you just realise how many colours are in here. And yet somehow it all works. But he talks about the base colour shining through in, into the final piece. So when you look at it, you can start seeing that blue coming through. Which I think is what is bringing all of the colours together. So even though there's loads of colours, in that video you, you see that he's he makes everything blue to start with. So he then puts loads of colours on top of that. But the blue underneath is coming through. So it's actually pulling all the colours together. Because he talks about this in a minute, about the base. The colour that you put in the base, y you see it without realising you're seeing it. So I thought that was quite cool doing that. And what was the other video? Oh, this, this other one's really mental. This other video is a... It's the image that's in the magazine, but when you twist it and turn it, it like, it moves about. Yeah, it like moves about. So you can sort of move the image as if it's, it's like a 3D thing. You can, you can sort of twist the image around and look behind the character. Again, I've never seen anything like this before. So it, it was kind of like, I would almost say it was like a, it's like you're getting a 3D image, which is quite cool. 
and he does actually he's got a video on his website where he talks about how to do that so that'd be quite cool the next part of the article is called reveal the base this one i think is super powerful i'm gonna have to remember this for the future but what you've got is you've got an orange horse and before i read the art the little bit of the article i just thought it was orange but what he says is there's actually what he says in the article is increase visual interest by starting a design with a complementary base color then allowing it to show through slightly and he talks about how there's a green underneath the orange shining through so you can't well you can see it now it's one of those things that when you when you know it's there you can see it but if you didn't know it was there you wouldn't you would see it but you wouldn't see it again it's like you you would see it but you wouldn't actually realize you saw it so i think the reason that's very important is because you are seeing it even though you don't realize you're seeing it you are seeing it so it's super powerful so it means in the future when you when you do a colored if you know what if you you're in control of the base color yeah so again you can sort of start manipulating the viewer with that base color and they won't actually realize what's going on unless they know to look for it which i think most people won't actually be looking for that sort of thing but i've put in my little notes i said it, again planning out the colors is nothing none of this is willy-nilly all of it has got a purpose which is amazing and i've put yeah very subtle you can't see the green but you can yeah so what i put here is this creates feeling without knowing why yeah so you, you'll look at that and you're you're getting a feeling and you won't you, you'll be like well why am i feeling that way this is like this is like a hint as to why you are it's because of the green shining through it's it's giving it a sort of a nice vibe so again you can reverse engineer this for your own work i think the next part of the article is called Embrace Gradients. I've put it here. Yeah, I like this. The background plays a part. So the background is just as important as the foreground. So this, what we've got here is a little deer. A blue and lilac deer with a dark black background. So, and then he says in here, to establish the direction of the light source and add a touch of drama to the design, create gradients on a character that move from dark to light but he's, what I liked here was he said a solid dark background colour also sets off the gradient and adds further contrast and interest so the background colour is affecting the, the character's colour so again it's all little tips that you can put into your own work so you can sort of say well I need to be mindful of the base colour because that's going to affect how the character feels but also the color of the background is going to be affecting the, the it's weird it's like the colors of the background are affecting the colors of the character it's, qu it's quite cool it's again it goes into that thing about how i was talking about on a podcast a couple of episodes ago like death and life you can't have death without life you can't have space without things so they're both connected together and you really see that in in artwork 
how the background and the character it's not just the colours though it's also the shapes like the shape of the character is connected with the shapes within the character it's, it's, it's cool it's really cool because what ends up happening is it's like everything ends up coming together so there is no shape of the character without the shapes around the character so it's almost like what is what what is the artwork it's it's all of it it's quite cool and and it seems like the same thing is going on with colors yeah the colors around the character are affecting the colors of the character and it, it goes into that thing it's the same thing with tone when when i've been doing portraits you can make something lighter by making something else darker so you, it's weird it's weird it's like it's almost like you can change something on the other side of the paper and it will it will give you an effect on the other side which to me it kind of goes into like quantum physics everything is entangled with each other this is what's going on here the background is entangled with the character but also the the shapes yeah the shapes of the character and the shapes of the background are in they're entangled with each other and that's basically this to me artwork is like a visual representation of quantum physics <laughs> that's quite cool isn't it i like that maybe that's why we connect with art so much because it's it's like subconsciously talking to us we don't we don't realize it it's quite amazing i think the next bit of the article is called calm it down and what i put in my notes was less is more and then i've put a tip on how to create calm feeling yes i've, I've said i've got to read the article bit what have i put here read about oh yeah yeah secondary and tertiary colors so in the little article it says decreasing contrast and saturation can soften the tone of a character design in combination with incorporating secondary and tertiary colors a calming effect can be created so i'd actually forgot what secondary and tertiary colors were so what i've got a little website here it's called corbencolortheory.com and it's a really cool little quick recap i suppose on color theory it talks about the primary colors then it talks about the secondary colours. I'll put links in the in the show notes. But it says a secondary colour is a colour made of mixing two primary colours together. Yellow and red to create orange. Yeah. And then it, the thirdary colours are... These colours are created when mixing one secondary and one primary colour together. For example, blue and violet creates blue-violet. And then it talks about how you can, you can start... If you pick the blue one first instead of the red, it creates a different one than if you pick the red before the blue. So again, it's it's making me realise that there's there's so many rules to art. It's 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 a weird feeling because it's what I got from this article is he's playing with colours, but you're playing with colours, but you're also abiding by the rules, which is quite weird. But I like it because it, it, what it means is if it's rule, if colour is all about rules, it means you can learn it. It means anyone can learn it. So anyone can get good at, at colours, at using colours. 
all you got to do is learn the rules. Which that always makes me feel really like inspired and confident because it because I think well because sometimes I think are some people just able to use colour and I, I suppose maybe some people are naturally gifted with colours and stuff but the good thing is if you put the time in to studying colour you're going to get good at it because it's just about learning the rules and that's something I've learnt with all of art especially like realistic pencil drawing all you've got is it's I was going to say it's easy and I suppose it is easy in a way because all you've got to do is just learn how to do it it's quite I, I like that it's not like magic it's just a case of le like learning what you've got to do and then practicing it goes into a quote that Lee Hammond said she says what's it <laughs> repetition is the key to learning so again look at the color theory and keep repeating keep repeatedly looking at it and you'll learn it repetition is the key to learning practice is the key to success so you have to what you're going to do is you're going to have to keep learning color theory but you also have to practice it yeah so there's two bits there there's the studying and there's the actual practicing but it's it when you look at it like that it's easy yeah it's just a matter of time really that you're going to get good at it in the end as long as you're studying and practicing so that's quite cool the next bit of the article is called value those values and i've put in my little notes i said when working with color you you see how you see how they work together yeah that was this is like a bit of a paradox <laughs> i've put in my notes i said don't get distracted by the pretty colors but the way you can find out if the colours are working together is by turning the colours into a black and white image, which is weird. The way to find out if colours are working together is by removing all the colours, because then you're left with the tones. And you can see the, the lights and the darks. But I thought that was a bit like a paradox. It's almost like the way to find out if the colours are working is to remove the colours, which... Yeah, that confuses me a little bit because it's it's it is like a paradox i think but again this is really good information to know because what when i said in my notes don't get distracted by the pretty colors i would imagine if you're sitting there for hours working on a piece and you're putting all these colors together you might actually get so into the colors that you forget the basics of are these colors actually working together so again little tips here one is about the base so be mindful of the color of the base because that's going to unify all the colors moving forward it's like the foundation color is going to bring them all together then you've got to be mindful of the background and the foreground which i think is cool yeah then you've got to be mindful of the contrast and saturation and bringing colors together by mixing secondary and tertiary. I'm not 100% sure on that bit. I feel like that bit needs a bit more description for me. But the thing I got from that was you you can you got to be you got to be thinking about the colors you're putting together. Hmm. And then the other thing, the little tip is about turning it into black and white, which is cool. The next bit of the article is called contrast temperatures 
This reminded me of something from Bert Dodgson. I think it was Bert Dodgson. In his book, Keys to Drawing, which is my all-time favourite art book, he actually said in there about... He said about... What was it he said? He Cool colours fall backwards. Warm colours come forward. So again, the, what I'm noticing is creating art is all about being mindful of what ev- everything you're doing. So again, if you put cool colours down... They're going to go backwards. Warm colours are going to come forward. Which again, this is some sort of psychological thing. Because you could start making things move about the page. Just by putting cool colours here and warm colours here. And the person viewing it, they may not realise why. But what's happening is their eye is being pulled towards the warm colours. Like like psychologically. Again, I've said about this before. It feels like when you're putting a painting together, if you're mindful of all these things, which is stuff you've got to learn, but if you're mindful of it, you can start almost manipulating the viewer. So the viewer looks at the piece of artwork and they think, oh, I really like this bit here, but they've got no idea why. Yeah, so you, it's almost like you can start guiding the viewer's eye around the, the paper or the canvas. You can You can do that by the choice of your temperatures and stuff which I think is quite cool but the the artwork that Jerome produced is so cool really cool and then the final bit of the article is called craft shadows this was a fun bit as well so in my little notes I've put even shadows have warm and cool colours so again it's, it's not just the colours this is this is like it's almost like the background and foreground. The shapes of the shadows can also be manipulated by the warms and cools. So you could have you could have a cool shadow. Yeah, you could if you're mindful of it, you can make your shadows cooler and they're gonna go backwards like that. So it kind of got me thinking, wow, like Jerome is thinking about everything here. So I thought it was quite cool and I've put, yeah, it's like a science to colour. So there is like a science to colour, which is exciting because it means you can learn it. And once you've learnt it, it's then that you can start putting everything together. But I've put, but it has to also abide by rules of light, tone, shadows. Yeah, so it's all coming. In other words, you can't just focus on colour. Yeah, like I said earlier, you could spend all your time focusing on colour, but if you haven't been focusing on shadows, shapes, tones, if you've not been focusing on that, that's going to hold you back, hold you back a bit, I think. That's basically it. I think this was a really fun article. It was a, it was a good way for me to look at colour, because I'm very limited on colour at the minute. I feel like this was a good way to get me excited for it. Yeah, but I do feel like, because when I said at the start, this is, what did I say? This I said something about this article being a bit more like nuggets or something, bite-sized nuggets. Yeah, just enough to engage the curiosity. So I guess this article has left me wanting more, which I suppose is good, but there's little bits that I've got questions about. So like it says here about, yeah. Decreasing contrast and saturation can soften the tone of a character design, 
In combination with incorporating secondary and tertiary colours, a calming effect can be created. I would like that to be a bit more explained. Little things like that. There's there's bits of it I'd like explained a bit more. But I think the thing I've got come away from this article with is just how powerful colours are, but how much of colour is subconscious. So it's like we, we don't even realise what's going on. But this is going to make me look at colour completely differently now. When I'm studying other artists' artwork, I'm going to be looking for... See if I can see base colours and try to work out what the warms and the cools are. And just basically looking at colour a little bit more differently, which is cool. Yay! Little, De- little Dennis has said it's the end of the episode. I really hope you enjoyed that. You can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com and you can find this as a video on youtube.com slash sophielawson. But I've absolutely loved that article and I've really enjoyed looking at Jerome's work online as well. So I've put loads of links into the in the show notes and the descriptions and stuff. And I really recommend having a look at those videos because it's really fun. There's quite a lot of them. And I've got a link to Jerome's website as well. But all that's left is this week's little inspirational quote. And it goes to it goes to the artist Jerome... What's his second name? <laughs> Vogel. Jerome Vogel. And it's from an interview he did on the website prototype.io. It's spelt P-R-O-T-O-T-Y-P-R dot I-O. He did a little interview... And I just love this quote that he's put here. So I'll read the whole whole thing that he's put. And then I'll pull the little quote out. So what he's put was. He said. Drawing is fun and hard. And worth it. Keep drawing and keep practising. But don't burn yourself out. Art is so much easier. When you have a balanced life. Spend time outside. And with your family. Do interesting things. Then draw them. I love that. What a really nice thing. So he's saying it's fun. Drawing is fun. He's also recognising it's hard. And one of the things I've said all along is... Because especially at the moment, I'm working on the website. Sometimes I find myself doing too much. And I, I go out of balance. So there's this, there's a, there is like a little line of balance where you're working on your art and stuff. But you're also doing other things. Because if you're working too much on your art, it's it just throws you off. But then if you don't do enough art, so if you spend too much time not doing art, that throws you off as well. So it's this balance point. I love that. So I think the little quote I'm going to say is, Art is so much easier when you have a balanced life. Spend time outside and with your family. Do interesting things, then draw them. Jerome Vogel